your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... Paul, Paul, Paul. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Hey, Will, uh, would uh-huh. you be lying if you were saying that you liked Once Upon a Time in China Part 3? I would, ne- I would never say those words. Those words would never come out of my mouth. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't remember this movie at all. I, I, don't, I didn't remember this movie at all prior to us watching it. This is your first time watching this movie, right? This is my first time, yes. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think I already made it off said that on the record before i don't remember any movie after two and i think this is i actually don't know why i don't remember this movie because it's actually kind of memorable in the fact that it's so bad <laughs> is it i, I don't I'll, know am i being hyperbolic uh, after rewatching, i'll disagree with you but i can see why martial arts fans probably dismiss this movie because what the action takes like a weird left turn and it becomes less about the impressive martial arts choreography that Yun Wo Ping did with the first and second movie and more about spectacle, more about, hey, we have a hundred extras. We need to put them all in lion costumes and bombard your eyeballs and screen real estate with these extras oh my eyeballs are still hurting from this movie <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very colorful movie how, 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 let's just put it like that it's very colorful there's a lot of things going on pretty much all the time when there's a uh, fighting going on uh but, but before we get to that you, you mentioned before that yeah yes you Ping did the first two movies right as our action choreographer but instead uh yun bun i think i'm pronouncing that correctly it's always weird with Roman, Romanization. Um, he replaces Yun Mo Ping in this movie, and uh, I don't know. It, it's it's it doesn't have the same kind of qualities as the Yun Mo Ping movies. Although it still has the wiry kind of effects that you you would expect from a Yun Mo Ping production. Uh, it's just not done in a way that. Well, I can't believe I'm I'm defending Yun Mo Ping and his wire work, but Yun Mo Ping like. Yuwa Ping actually shows like a little bit of constraint here, restraint, and here it, it goes really overboard sometimes. <laughs> I, I don't well, know. It's, it's like taking Yuwa Ping and going the extra mile with that. <laughs> it well, it's funny because you know we'll complain about wire work, which it's fine. We can do that, but now that we've seen uh, kind of bad wire work, you can kind of make the argument. Okay, yeah, Yuwa Ping kind of knows what he's doing. He is an expert in that craft, in addition to having a very competent cinematographer to shoot that in a yeah. very, very nice and visually stylistic way. It's, it's a little hard to tell because the, this, this third movie now in the series, they've changed uh, martial arts choreographers and then they've changed cinematographers. This movie yes. looks drastically different from the first two movies. And the way the fight scenes are shot is also very different. So I'm wondering if Yun Mo Ping maybe stuck around for the choreography, but they switched cinematographers, maybe like would it still have that 
weird feeling of unevenness? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, yes, the cinematography in this movie is definitely different because I felt like the last two, whether you like them or not, you can definitely agree that the the camera work is so dynamic and so fluid, and it's actually what makes those those films stand out. And here we don't get that as much. We we we, we it feels like a dollar store invitation sometimes because like, look, we're doing a Dutch angle. Isn't that close enough? <laughs> so like, oh no. man, so many Dutch angles in this. So yeah. many really, really wide lenses. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you kind of say dollar store imitation. Like, I don't want to be so hard on it, but because of the use of wide angles sometimes, it'll it'll blur the edges of the screen, making it feel a little cheap. And that's yeah. that's kind of a shame because I know stylistically that's kind of cool a cool thing to do. Sometimes it works for what they're trying to convey in the scene, but... Other times you're just like, oh, was he out of focus? What's going on? <laughs> the uh, my my big problem with this, uh, okay, l- well let me let me just say I don't want to shit on it entirely either. There is some good in this, and I actually would like to say you, maybe the martial arts choreography isn't so much the issue. It's just the cinematography, and it, let's backpedal a little bit. The decision to make this movie basically revolving around lion dancing is both uh, interesting because it's culturally appropriate because, you know, Chinese culture you know, has a lot of lion dancing, especially for any sort of, you know, festivals or, um, and it kind of makes sense in this context because the story is that the emperor, uh, the emperor it wants to show the Westerners, you know, the cultural side of China by having everybody compete in line dancing. So with that premise alone, you know there's going to be a lot of line dancing in the movie. Um, well, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. well, the issue there is, yes, you can do that, but we, we're, we're given too much line dancing, right? <sighs> yes. That's where it gets visually redundant. Because oh, you yeah. see lines in the beginning, you see lines <laughs> in the middle in a very big, elaborated action scene, and mm-hmm. then at the end, you're thinking, okay, how are they going to one-up themselves? Uh oh, it's more lions, just even more lions. <laughs> oh, there's a bigger lion. And there's a, a bigger li- line. Yeah, it's yeah, a kaiju it's, lion. <laughs> right, right. That's that's where it's kind of a shame because yeah culturally that that's cool that they're you know incorporating the lion dancing stuff and i think they do some interesting things there and they change things up you know for the most part but then when you're just you're getting another elongated action set piece with even more lions uh, (laughs) it's like you know, like you should have just kept it all in the end i i think if we remove that big lion action set piece in the middle the ending wouldn't have felt so tiring for me. Yeah, well, yeah, there's definitely an overload of lion dancing in the movie. And uh, the the big problem with all of them is not only is there so many, so you can't really tell the difference between one and the next. Uh, and, you know, it kind of like deflates the the intensity of another one when you just had one two like 20 minutes ago, right? Um, but it's just messy. It's just so much shit going on, and that's such a shame <clears throat> because you can tell there's a lot of 
there's a lot to this. You know, there's a lot of, of moving parts in all these scenes, right? There's these lions are breathing fire. They have spears. They they're wielding they're maces. Darts. Yeah. Yeah. I, but you know, it's it's. But they're all different colors, right? So like, there's one yeah. that's bright red and one's bright blue and one that's bright green, and they're all just fucking mangled on the screen. And and then at the middle of it, like Wang Fei Hong is underneath one of the lions, I guess maybe, or maybe he's not. Doesn't matter. All you see is a bunch of colors on screen. <laughs> you, all all the lion dancing fights in the movie are just a jumbled mess. Like you can't tell what's happening, or you can't focus. And yeah. there's a whole bunch of those fights in this movie. Yeah, it's it's a shame because as you said, like it it is kind of impressive that they got all these extras and all these people the the technical difficulties and of wrangling all this together must have been a nightmare and i i commend everybody working on this like wow having this all come together you did it yeah. except the visual of it it it's not it doesn't stick the landing because right. to reiterate it's kind of a visual mess because of all the colors everywhere not one line sticks out. You know Jet Li's line is a white line at the end, but then mm. trying to That's spot true. him sometimes with all like the you know the roughly feathers and the heads everywhere. I, I don't know how you could make this better. Like I, I you know it's it's tough. Like this this is this is a case where maybe CGI might be helpful because at least they can you know constantly wow. check the lighting and check. You know, check the render, and I, I, I don't know. I just oh, well, <laughs> we're talking, we're talking early '90s, right? So, uh, I mean, it's it's like drawn on cell kind of uh, digital trickery, if we're talking about that. And that's a movie, uh, at least for the most part, doesn't utilize a lot of that. Uh, I think there's only a small handful of moments where, where we actually see uh, Choi Hark's trademark drawing on cell kind of. <clears throat> yeah, there's work. there's like a. Uh, a lion head catches fire. I think <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, it's. But even given that, uh, the movie's weirdly the least grounded. And we're talking about a series where uh, dudes are like blocking bullets, or, or like in the last installment, there was a freaking table fight, and like that. This movie makes that that scene look tame. <laughs> look very mild in comparison right because right. some of the the physics in this movie are just like what <laughs> what so uh maybe we can elaborate a little more on the story before sure. we, before we start to getting into the nitty-gritty of the action okay well uh all right let me continue where i left off so yes there's a lot of lion dancing in the movie every <clears throat> martial arts school has a lion dance performance um, and they're trying to kind of show off when there's going to be a final lion dance uh, summit climbing kind of challenge. It's kind of like a lion dance <clears throat> battle royale almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you might have seen this in other movies um, in other Hong Kong productions. Ooh, ooh. King of the Hill. That, that would be more apt, mm, I guess. Okay. You know what I was thinking of? I think it was either, I'm pretty sure it was Ongbok. Actually, they have a very similar. It's not Chinese, obviously, but they have a very simple, similar thing. Um, I guess it's like an Asian. Oh yeah, when they tree. when they climbed a tree. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning. yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. King King of the Hill kind of capture the flag, little mm -hmm. elements of of all the FPS game stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So they're 
<clears throat> in the end, they have to all climb this one giant bamboo scaffolding and grab an item at the top. That's actually the end of the movie. That's not a spoiler. It's like it's basically they tell you up front, like, well, there's going to be a, some sort of King of the Hill yeah. tournament at the end. And everything up to that is just kind of setting up how Wang Fei Hong is involved in all this. And uh, it. <laughs> It all it ultimately takes a long time to get to the, the the final message of the movie, which we can talk about at the end of the film. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to us on Patreon, and we might we might delve into spoilers a little bit at that point. But um, man, the message that he says at the end is actually like a great message. He's like, you know, he says his thing, and it's like, wow, okay, that that makes sense. the The path that it took to get here was too long and drawn out. Yeah. <laughs> I agree right. with you. So when we so as usual we watched this together and we were just kind of questioning everything mm -hmm. in this movie as we were watching it together. Mm -hmm. And as I sat down by myself and watched it um you know with my own thoughts Self, uh, yeah. on my own uh I I kind of I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't as opinionated or as picky with some of the things we were pointing out when we uh, that first time. So it, it's kind of interesting. I like a lot of the character stuff in this movie. Like I think this is some of the the better character work than the first two movies. But that also that also could be because I've been with these characters now for for two films. So now I kind of understand them, uh, okay. and I like I like what they're doing. I like what i'm seeing with them like jet lee he's he's most admirable to me here in this movie he really uh encapsulates uh, or personifies that heroic status of Wang fei hung for me he's he's a really really good guy he's um he's very noble he's very stoic he's more diplomatic in this movie he's trying to solve not only his own problems, but the problems of like the the feuding martial arts schools, also the problems going on with the Lion Festival, and yeah, I just I like this character a lot more. But like I said, that could because be because I spent so much time with him already. Hmm. Interesting. I guess. I guess you. I guess if the track record shows anything, uh, you just need to watch these movies without my negativity in the room because I'll just bleed into it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I kind of want to take what you said and kind of turn it on its head. Uh, I think his characterization in the last movie was uh, everything you just said. But there's one character trait that he has in this movie, which is uh, insecure, toxic masculinity uh, that is just overly jealous of what um, his... Aunt 13, Rosamund Kwan's character, um, is experiencing because he, she has a Russian suitor in the movie. And Wang Fei Hong is incredibly jealous. And he's like just throwing temper tantrums in all those scenes. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like this. Yeah. Like, I thought that was kind of funny more mm. than, than, I mean, yes, it's supposed to be jealous. But I, I thought that they were going for humor in that. And so we've, I've, so we've been with these characters for two movies. They're, they've had a blossoming love interest. Finally, in the second movie, they acknowledge it. And it's kind of nice because in this movie, 
Jet Li finally, well, not finally, he's, he's a little more open to reciprocating um, Teen's, uh romantic, you know, love interest, love, love yeah. intentions and whatnot. And then they kind of have to throw a monkey wrench into it with the Russian friend again, which yep. I thought was a step back. But I guess you need more conflict there. Uh, I don't know. The The whole thing with him trying to let his father know that he's going to marry his wife's youngest sister, I thought that was really ripe for conflict. And it's just an additional note. I think maybe that should have been the the more uneasy factor with their relationship. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I think that the story between Wong Fei Hong and his aunt, 13, <laughs> I, I don't know, it sounds weird when I say it like that. Uh, I like it blossoms and it, it, we finally reached a, you know, like the peak of, of their love and their tension i guess right so they're finally like making it happen um that's fine you know like everything around that is the problem (laughs) and that's that's basically my issue with it you know like uh, that's what i was alluding to like i like the character stuff but then i realized oh like i don't i don't care for the action but i'm i'm actually fine seeing these characters again so mm -hmm. i think that's why it was easier for me to sit through the second viewing. right (sighs) Well, I don't know that that's that that wasn't enough for me. Right. <laughs> that definitely wasn't enough. Well, I, I was fine with it. Yeah, this is a once upon a time in China movie. You're expecting yeah. adequate action, and yeah. well, they they give you quantity. <laughs> There's six fights in this movie. I don't think I wanted to talk about all of them, especially since three of them kind of just are mush in my head. They're all just. The, they kind oh. of, they all kind of blur together yeah. a little bit, especially yeah. towards the end. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean that's that's one spot of time in China three uh, from the more overview level, uh, I guess, of our opinions of the movie. I I, I want to give credit to Mike Reed who did the commentary on this uh, film. I guess he like listening to his commentary. Um, he seems incredibly forgiving. No, I wouldn't say forgiving. He actually like. I mean, he acknowledges that it's not as good as the first two movies, but he's, you know, generally thinks thinks it's a okay, adequate film. I think it's borderline mediocre at times, and it's not the fault of, um, the it's not the fault of the the filmmaking. It's just the fault of like, uh, like execution, I guess. Uh, I would say, I would say it, execution. The the last set piece is. You know, like their eyes are bigger than their stomach. They, I think yeah. they took on too big of a task. It, it, you know, like when you see that huge, you know, wide shot of everything being set up, you're like, oh man, something big's going to happen. Right. And then it doesn't kind of come quite together. So you can see what they were going for and then perfectly, mm-hmm. like you said, execution. Yeah. Uh, even maybe even on paper, it wasn't such a good idea. It's like, hey guys, let's uh, let's make a movie. Uh, let's have a bunch of lions on screen, like a hundred lions on screen, and have them fight. What could go wrong? Uh, well, maybe people, the audience won't uh, understand what's happening because there's so much shit cluttering the screen. Shut up! You're fired. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> now up. the movie Re- was made. Replace him with a lion. <laughs> 
they take that guy, throw him out the window. Yeah, uh, yeah and, that's, and that's basically what Once Upon a Time in China 3 is in a nutshell. And I guess with that, I don't have much else to say. We can go right into the movie. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Well, that's... That's the movie. That's Once Upon a Time in China 3. That's all the action. How, how do I not remember this movie? Because I, I would have... I feel like I should have remembered it based, just based off of how much I didn't like the film. Or I at least would have remembered The Lion. It, it's just The Lion's movie. This is the, the real Lion King. Because in the subtitles, they keep referring to them. Uh, the, the, the Lion the King competition. Yeah. yeah, the Lion King competition. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't have much nice to say about this movie. The only reason why we're doing it is because it's part of the compilation of Once Upon a Time in China movies featuring Jet Li. But um, if it weren't for that, I might have easily glossed over it. Like, eh, it has one kind of good fight. And the movie's kind of mediocre for the most part. I don't like the execution. I think there's a lot of problems with the with the everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be beat a dead horse. It's it's visual vomit. It looks messy. There's one good fight, kinda. It's it's silly. Maybe check that one out. I don't recommend the movie. That's okay. it. That that's my 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 twenty second recommendation or not recommendation. Yeah. Thoughts. I actually agree with everything you said, but I don't know. For some reason, when I watched this a second time around, I I enjoyed it. You enjoyed minus it. minus the action, because yes, everything we've we echoed many, many times visually, it's 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 kind of an eyesore. So I think what happened is going in upon the second rewatch, I fo- again I focused on the characters, I liked all that stuff, I liked their interactions, I liked the evolution of where uh, Rothman Klon and Jet Li's relationship went, and then the the troubles that were again they were facing. But at least they 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 are now officially a couple, which yeah. is nice. Right, right, right. And whenever it came to the fights, I think I just maybe I just turned my brain off and tried not to think about what came before it because what came before it is pretty good, and. It, you, you're going to make the comparisons because it's the series, but I'm trying to think of it as its own thing. It, I didn't like it. Uh, I, I'll be very frank. I, d- I don't like the fights in this movie, but I do like the, I do like the, the oil slicked floor fight. I, I think, I, again, I think the execution is a little sloppy, but I, I did enjoy it. So, okay. so you do rec- you don't recommend the movie or do I, I can't actually tell you it's like you're somewhere if you're, between. yeah I'm a little bit in between uh, if you're watching the series I would say just conclude it I think mm. I think they made the composite the comparison comparison excuse me that this is kind of like return of the Jedi ah yeah of, they did. They of did. trilogies so <laughs> you know just just finish it off it's still gently uh, <clears throat> or don't 
Just, uh, oh my leaving God. on a high note after part two, right? Speaking of leaving on a high note, yeah, this really is like Return of the Jedi. It's like, you know, like it, the, the Ewoks made this movie, uh, like the, that series, silly. And then this movie just fucking went crazy with the silly as with well. The, so. With the lions, yep. With the lions. God damn, so well, many fucking lions. Let's just retitle this movie The Lion Dance Movie and maybe some fighting. <laughs> a little something. A little something.